0: Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and clicking play on this podcast. Thank you for sharing this with friends and family. And I want to discuss sharing with friends and family for a second, if I may, because That's what I want to get into today. I want to talk about sharing the gospel of Jesus with friends and family who don't believe. And it may be difficult at times because you may be an introvert. You may be shy. There may be some reason, some stumbling block that's keeping you from sharing the good news. And that's, I want to unpack that today. I want to look at it, okay? And I know that some people may say, well, you know, you talk to me about, about church and Jesus, that's all religious stuff and you don't need to be talking to me that way and I don't want to hear it. Okay, well, that just means that friend and family member may be a little bit more difficult to to share the, the news with, but there's ways of doing it. And that's what I want to discuss because I want to discuss how we as Christians, as believers should be out here sharing the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ to this lost and dying world, to these unbelievers. And some people I have heard in the past tell me, well, that's a preacher's job. That's not my job. Well, I'm here to tell you in Mark 16, 15, and it said, he said unto them, go, up, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. It is every one of our jobs as believers of Jesus to go out here and, and tell the world about Jesus. It's just not a job for a preacher. It's just not a job for a Sunday school teacher or whoever you think the job is for. It's for you also. And we can be able to share this, and and we shouldn't be intimidated by it. But with that being said, let me tell you this. There are a lot of churches I've seen in the past and a lot of congregation members, I should say also, that That makes it very difficult because people say well i can't i can't I can't go to this church because you know all this religious teaching and and you know they just judging me when I walk into the doors, and that's wrong, ladies and gentlemen. there shouldn't be a church around here that if they're they're truly telling the world about Jesus, should they be judging people on the way they look, they act or their financial status because Jesus didn't come to this earth wearing a crown and robe and jewels. He was born in a manger. He was the son of a carpenter, and he wore everyday clothes, and he blended in with everyday people. And the Bible tells us where the Pharisees were grumbling To and raising Cain because this man is eating with sinners and tax collectors. Who would do that because they're so beneath us? But that's who Jesus wanted. He went out and he sought everyone from the highest king to to the the lowest person he was out there in the mix telling the world the good news and the gospel and that's what we should do today but unfortunately we are so busy with our agendas we're so busy with our um the way we want to schedule and plan for our congregation that we miss the big picture If a person is a little dirty, not wearing the dress or the dress pants or whatever, and they come through your door because their curiosity's up, those are the ones you should be embracing. Those are the ones you should make welcome. But I've seen it myself where churches turn those people away or they embarrass them so much they don't want to come back. And then we want to sit here as Christians and we want to ask ourselves, I wonder why It's so difficult to tell the world about Jesus because as humans, we've screwed it up and we continue to screw it up because we're so worried about the status quo. How much is the offering plates getting? How much is in our building fund? How are we looking? How are we dressing? How are we acting? Why? The church is not a physical building. Jesus told us that. Each one of us that has Jesus in our heart, we are the church. The Bible also tells us where two or more are gathered in his name, he's in the middle. We got to quit trying to be the status quo. We got to get out there and start telling people about Jesus. But with all that said, let me tell you this the Bible is full of. Wonderful information to share to non-believing friends. The Word of God contains wisdoms for any and everything that pertains to our life. It's a treasure trove full of God's instructions, His warnings, His comforts, His encouragements to all those who will run to Him. And it's full of loving invitations to those who don't believe in Him. The the book of Romans has also been known as the the Romans' road to salvation. And Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal in Jesus Christ our Lord. We also got to be able to tell the world about Jesus. And the Bible tells us what, what the consequences is for not believing in Jesus. As a church, we shouldn't be sugarcoating that. We should be able to tell our congregation without a shadow of a doubt if you don't believe in Jesus, hell is your home. You will never lift your eyes into heaven. But if you believe in Jesus and you believe that he died upon the cross for you and he was resurrected, if you believe that, you can go to heaven. we got to quit sugarcoating and quit trying to one-side the conversation to make it pleasant because we don't want to offend the congregation. I'm here to tell you. You have to tell the truth. If your job is to be behind the bookboard or up on a stage, whatever, however your church is, you want that man to sit there and tell you about Jesus and tell you everything about the Bible. That's their job. Jeremiah 29, 11, and 13 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord thoughts of peace and not evil, and I give you a future and hope, and then you will call upon me and you will go and pray for me, pray to me, I'm sorry, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me, and you will search for me with all of your heart. The Bible tells us multiple scriptures, multiple places, that God is all there waiting on us, and the most famous scriptures in the Bible that I'm fixing to share with you comes out of John, John 3, 16 through 18. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him should never perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him would be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he who would not believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Right there in the book of John, right there it tells you that if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're already condemned. You're condemned to a devil's hell because Jesus came upon this earth. He laid down upon a cross no man ever put him on it. He laid down on a cross. He accepted the nails into his flesh, and he accepted to hang there for you and I. He accepted that. The Bible, the Bible tells us in multiple places through through all apostles that he could have called a legion of angels to take him off that cross at any time. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was praying so hard that God would just remove this This part that he was about to go through that he he bled as he was sweating, but he knew what had to be done. He knew he had to go to the cross, he knew he had to take all the sin on of this world upon him because that was the only way he was making a way for you and I to get to heaven because if you break it down and you look at it, God can't see sin, He can't look upon it because of the holiness of God, but His Son Jesus made a way He made that intercession, he made that way for us to get to heaven by receiving the blood so if you're you're listening and you know some friends and families of non-believers. We can approach them and we should approach them and tell them about Jesus. Don't let intimidation get in the way. Don't let things be a stumbling block. Be proud to be who you are as a Christian and as a child of Christ and get up and let's tell the world about Jesus. Let's tell them how they can find comfort and salvation. Share the good news and the gospel out of the Bible. As I said earlier, it is slap full of encouragement and comforts and warnings and invitations, and we should be able to share that and tell people about it. John three sixteen alone should be a good icebreaker to get out here and start telling people about Jesus. So as I get ready to to wrap up today, my prayer is very simple. I pray today God will give you the strength to go to that, that friend or that family member and tell them the good news and the gospel. And I pray that God will give you the strength to go out here and tell anyone and everyone who will listen about the good news because there will be people out there who don't want to hear it no matter how you present it. But that will be something they have to face when the time comes. But hey, listen, thank you so much for for joining me here today. I thank you for, for sharing this podcast. I thank you for just supporting uh, this ministry. And as always, until uh, we meet again, the only way to start your day is with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless.